Wow. Three years ago, I went to therapy for the first time as an adult. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Let's really dig into this healing journey. Are you ready? Let's do this. Let's just start off this episode by setting the record straight. I went through grad school and was sitting in classes learning about anxiety disorders before I realized I think I have anxiety. I don't think my people-pleasing, perfectionistic tendencies and the need to always be in control are quote-unquote normal. And that was the first time I questioned my own mental health. You guys know, just like anybody else, I've been through some shit in my life. And for that to be the first time, I was like, wow. Okay, okay, so you're saying neurotypical people don't do these behaviors, don't think like this, don't necessarily feel this way. Okay, I'm picking up what you're putting down, right? I'm like sitting in this class, self-diagnosing, going, holy shit. But it wasn't for another three years that I finally sought therapy. My mental health got to the point where I was having panic attacks constantly. And I didn't even know what those were, right? I was like, I, yeah, I have anxiety and sometimes my body freaks out and I shut down or I become so irritable and I hyperventilate and I feel like I'm dying, but I don't, I don't, doesn't everybody have that sometimes? like weekly. So I want you guys to know that when you're listening to the podcast, when you're reading my posts, when we're engaging on whatever social media app or in real life, if we ever get to hang out, I want you to understand where I came from. Okay. And if you've listened to every episode of this podcast, you will hear how I've changed and evolved and grown. But more than that, My day-to-day life was a struggle for a really long time. And it wasn't until three years ago to this week that I went to therapy for the first time that I said enough's enough, okay? I have to be about more than sharing my life on social media, more than working out, more than a therapist. Like I have to do this inner work because I can't live like this. So three years ago, I went to my first therapist and I saw her for just over a year and we did intensive trauma therapy. We did all kinds of CBT and she taught me new skills and we processed. And for those of you curious about the trauma therapy that I did, it was EMDR. Um, I don't practice that as a trauma therapist. I do trauma-focused CBT, but EMDR is another great option. It was very intense. Um, Only about four months of our time together was actually spent doing EMDR. The rest was spent preparing to do that. So side note for those who are interested. But it's got me reflecting on three years later how 
different things are. And it makes me wonder what my life would be like if I hadn't ever sought help. Now, why am I bringing this up even? Why is this even important for us to chat about? Because I know, I just realized this morning, if I'm forgetting where I came from, chances are you are too. Or you're new here and you didn't listen to, you know, or witness all of the struggle. And so you're looking at me now going, man, I want what she has, right? I want to heal from my anxiety. I got some trauma to work through. I want to be able to get out of bed in the morning without my depression literally feeling like an elephant sitting on me. And it's easy. It's easy for you to just watch me living my life now, not having seen the struggle. Because do I still struggle? Um, Yeah. A few months ago, I was just diagnosed with depression for the first time in my life. And that's brought on a whole nother wave of healing. But you see me going about my life, doing the things that maybe you wish you could do, and you're giving me all this credit, but you weren't, you're not remembering the struggle, right? You're not thinking about what it took for me to get here. I want to share with you guys energetically, financially, um, time-wise, what I've invested into my healing journey so that we can just be really realistic and brutally honest about what it takes some time. Okay, so when I started this healing journey, I wasn't really aware of what it was going to take, okay? That sounds silly as a therapist, but I I still had myself up on this pedestal that like, okay, I'm going to like maybe go to the therapist for a couple months and then all will be well, I'll be cured, right? Because I'm a therapist, so I will pick things up quickly. I can be really introspective and reflective. So, you know, and honestly, my ego was super huge and I needed to humble myself because I was about to go through the one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. So when I started going to therapy, it was $100 a week. It was like $98 a week out of pocket, right? My insurance helped with very little. So it was $100 a week. I spent an hour with her in her office every week. Eventually we went to every other and whatnot, but $100 a week, an hour a week together. And on top of that, I was journaling at least 15 to 30 minutes most days. I was moving my body every single day as a part of my self-care plan. Um, And I also invested in my first coach, okay? I paid $6,000 for my first coach to work with her for three months, okay? And I remember at that time, I mean, I just threw us into credit card debt. Derek and I talked about it and I was like, I'll be able to, you know, I'm in my professional job now and I, I'll be able to afford it. I, we could not afford it. And I just paid off all of my credit card debt this year, 2020. And that was three years ago that I started, it started piling up. So Yikes, please don't ever do that to yourself. Tangent over. So I had invested a lot of time, money, and energy into my healing journey right off the get-go. I said, if I'm going to do this, I'm just going to rip off the band-aid. I will make more money in the future. I will have more time in the future. But right now, this is my number one focus. 
And anybody in my friend group or my family can tell you, I completely withdrew for an entire year. I didn't go to all the family functions. I didn't go hang out with friends every weekend. I barely even spent time with my, at the time, boyfriend, now husband. You know, I was so withdrawn because I was angry. I was miserable. I was frustrated and burnt out. I was tired and exhausted. I was so sad and anxious and irritable and completely overwhelmed. I was a monster to be around during that year. It was the worst year of my life. Which is saying a lot, given, you know, certain things that I've been through. Oh, it's making me emotional to bring it up. But I am the epitome of it got worse before it got better. I tell this to all of my clients. You've heard me say it countless times. I was like, okay, doc, we're doing something wrong here because my panic attacks are increasing, not decreasing, right? I cry all the time. I don't want to spend time with people. And she's like, can you just imagine for a second what this is doing to your body, to your brain, to your emotions, to relive and process through every traumatic and difficult experience, every hard emotion you've ever felt to allow that and bring that to the surface again. And that was very humbling. Like, wow, okay, yeah, I see why this is so difficult. And that is why you shy away from this healing process. It is ingrained within us that if something bad has happened to us, if something traumatic, if something difficult has happened to us, Why would we want to think about that, right? It's counterintuitive. Shove that shit down and maybe someday it'll just magically disappear. But what's happening is those big emotions are manifesting in your body. You carry it every single day, whether you're consciously thinking about it or not. It didn't go anywhere. It's the tension in your shoulders. It's the migraines. It's the stomach nausea, right? It's the back pain. It's the low energy, low mood. All of that is continuing to exist within you and impact your daily life. But you've become used to living with it. And I had too. Many times we don't even have a name for our disorders, right? We don't realize we're depressed. We don't realize we're anxious because it feels normal to us. And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't have to be like that. Whether you can invest 10 minutes a day into some sort of journaling or reading books that are going to challenge you, or you want to go all in and invest in a coach and a therapist and you're going to journal and you're going to move your body and you're going to you know, do all of the things, it doesn't matter. It's a spectrum. You get to choose to what, what degree you're going to engage in your healing journey. What do you have the energy and, you know, financial ability and time to invest in? Okay. But the point is you have to, at some, at some point in your life, make that change and say, I'm I'm not willing to live like this anymore, but I am willing to challenge my mental health. I am willing to grow. I am willing to make some changes I am willing to go through some more hurt 
so that I can live a life of healing and growth. So I don't have to live in suffering anymore. That's the only distinction between us right now. Is that I said, I can't live like this anymore. And I am very privileged right now to say I have insurance. I have a good job. I had time and energy and supportive people around me to allow myself to go on this healing journey and continue this healing journey even three years later, right? I'm back in therapy again because more things have surfaced that I need to process through, okay? I understand that I'm very privileged in saying that I have access to all of those things. So I want to meet you where you're at. What can you do? Because you're listening to me somehow on some form of technology connected to the internet right now. And with that, you have access to a, an abundance of free information. So whether you just start with journal entries, right? And you're just like, I'm just going to start journaling and reflecting and challenging myself, you know, a couple times a week. Great. Amazing. Because if you have time to listen to this podcast, you have time to journal. And that is a free resource that every single person listening to this has access to. Or maybe it's time to look into what your insurance, if you have insurance, offers. Go to therapy if you can't afford one of my coaching programs out of pocket, right? I wish I could accept your insurance, but I can't for my coaching programs. Or save up. Start saving $5 of every paycheck to afford your first round of Anxiety Deactivated, my lowest offer, my most affordable place to start your healing journey. The workbook that I created out of my first year of therapy going, these were the things that were the most helpful that can transform your life. Start here, right? And then Work your way up to saving for a program like Healing Headquarters that is a larger financial and time investment. Or just continue, at the very least, to listen to this podcast. Do small things that challenge you, that push you. We have to start our healing journey somewhere. But it has to be with intention and purpose. Don't listen to my podcast because you love the sound of my voice and you think I'm super hilarious. Agreed, I mean, but <laughs> but in all seriousness, listen with intention. What am I going to take away from today's episode? What can I reflect on after I'm done listening today? How can I challenge myself? Right? Really push yourself. Half the time, I bet you turn this podcast on and your brain wanders. You're getting ready for the day or you're driving to work or you're in the shower or whatever, cooking dinner, and you, your brain goes elsewhere for a few minutes and then it pulls you back into the episode. Try to stay mindful and engage with me here. We have to be more intentional about, intentional about our healing journeys if we're going to make a true difference in our lives. Figure out where you're at. What can I afford? Where do I need to challenge myself? What kind of time and energy can I commit to this healing? Where can I make some sacrifices? Right? Could I give up one episode of New Girl every day to journal for those 20 minutes instead? 
Could I turn on my podcasts instead of listening to music when I'm on my way to work? Where can I make small adjustments in my life so that I can grow, so that I can start or continue this healing process? What does that look like in your life? We all have a starting point. We all have that first day where we're like, enough is enough. Maybe you've already had that day. Maybe this is a huge part of your healing journey presently. I really hope it is. And you're already engaging in programs or with a therapist or, you know, your psychiatrist or psychologist or anything. But meet yourself where you're at. Figure out what you can commit to. Come up with a plan and then follow through with it. My biggest goal with this episode is for you to realize how worth it you are. You are worthy of living a full, healed life. I don't want constant misery and heartache and pain for you. I want happiness and fulfillment. You deserve that. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode.